today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie in the past few minutes, Antonish to Michal Martin has said the exit package given to the former RTE Chief Financial Officer Breda O'Keefe should be reassessed. Now, Michal Martin was speaking in Dublin. He said if the amount paid out was too high, the proper package should be identified and anything above that should be handed back. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. I find it difficult to comprehend how um, packages were agreed without the approval uh, of the board or the executive at the time. Uh, and not in alignment with, with agreed procedures. Uh, what I would believe should happen is that the particular package should be reassessed in the context of agreed procedures uh, and then uh, the issue is resolved that way. Uh, in other words, if, if, if the amount is far too high in respect of agreed procedures, uh, then uh, the, the proper package um, uh, should then be identified uh, and the remainder handed back. And that is the Thonishta and Foreign Affairs Minister Michal Martin there speaking a little while ago. Now, over the last few years, one of the most colourful characters on Dancing with the Stars on RT1 has been one of the original judges, Julian Benson, and his flamboyant personality and judging style made him a real favourite with fans. And then when he revealed that he's been dealing with a cystic fibrosis diagnosis since he was two years of age, there was a huge wave of support for him. And now he's looking to turn that support into something very practical. And he is looking for help for a really special project which is close to his heart for the cystic fibrosis community and Evelyn has been talking to Julian and his team to find out more about his unique project. It's called the Tranquility House and Evelyn O'Rourke is here with me now. Hello Evelyn. Hi Claire, how are you? So Julian is launching this national appeal around this. Tell us more. Yeah, Julian and his wonderful team there. Well as you were saying there, you know, he was diagnosed age two with cystic fibrosis. We know that he has done so well managing his care and his health over the years. But one of the aspects that's really driving him and the team around him is the need for more supports for families who are living with somebody in the home with cystic fibrosis. So they've embarked on an ambitious renovation project I'm laughing because you'll hear why in a minute called the Tranquility House and the idea is very simple. The foundation, the charity the Julian Benson Foundation known as JBF all very cool. (laughs) They've bought a beautiful period home in Dublin in Rathgar so far so good but it's in horrendous condition. I mean, think of the worst houses you see in property programmes. You know, the ones at the start of the show and you think this is never going to happen. Yes. Uh, And the big dream is that the house, with the help of any volunteers who can help, is that they will be converted into four apartments where families can stay when they're up in Dublin in particular, going to St Vincent's Hospital, which of course is the centre for so much of the care, uh, and they can support their loved one through the treatment. So at the moment, we know that families suddenly, maybe it happens as an emergency, suddenly have to drop everything, come to Dublin for treatment and hotel stays are expensive even to get the accommodation uh, and they're dreadful stories you know people sometimes sleeping in cars and hospital car parks and all that kind of thing Now the plan was you were going to meet Julian at the house mm-hmm. for the chat but unfortunately he got sick and he had to go back into St Vincent's Hospital so that's where you went to meet him Yeah I mean we know he can get bad bouts when he needs additional treatment and care so instead of meeting him at the house he invited me to come to talk to him it was a real privilege Claire I came into his ward his room there on St Christopher's Ward in St Vincent's a place that he calls his second home and when I called into him I sat down with him and I heard a lot more about his plans and his dreams for the Tranquility House Oh, hello, Evelyn. Oh, how Lovely are you? to see you. Welcome. You're most welcome. Thank welcome so to my home away from home, St. <laughs> <Saint> Vincent's. 
it's, it's lovely to see you and thanks for coming to visit us this day. Are they the only patient here at the moment with a sparkly baseball hat on? Now, can I just let you know a little secret? When I go to hospital, I like to bring a little sparkle and shine. It's all about keeping yourself motivated, healthy body, healthy And mind. yourself, this is your style. It's, yeah, and this is me, yeah, like I am the Captain Sparkle. This is me, this is my style. And you know what? You've got to keep positive. And this is the first time actually I've ever done an interview in a hospital bedroom. And this is why this is so important. The reason I'm doing this is because this project is everything. You know, I normally would be a very private person and I would keep this to myself. But I'm out there and I want to show and help the community and show people anything is possible. So, you know, when you're in here, it can be very lonely. It can be very isolating. And that's part of the reason why we have this house. Because the house is for families. And imagine your son or your daughter is sick in hospital and you live in Donegal or Cork or Galway and you've got to come to Dublin but you're rushing home to get back. You can't stay with them. You can't spend quality time. What we look forward to most in here is somebody coming through that door and a smile. And when we're really sick, we want someone by our beds. And I've seen many, many families over the years, Evelyn, on chairs, sleeping on floors, and people crying because they couldn't have their loved one or their mother or father beside them. That was heartbreaking. And that's why I always said years ago with my mum, if ever a moment came that I could make a difference and come together and bring great people together, I would do it. And that's why this project Tranquility has is so important. Well, he couldn't have explained it better, in fairness to Julian. Um, so that's the dream. The house needs to be converted. You've described <laughs> it in fairly stark terms so far. Yeah. And you have seen it for yourself, clearly. How bad is it? It's, it's in pretty terrible shape. The exterior is stunning. It's on this absolutely beautiful, leafy, quiet road. So the area is perfect for people who will need kind of calm and peace. But as you make your way through it with the hard hats on, there are literally holes in the floorboards, gaps in the windows. But you can see what it could be. You can visualise and how beautiful it'll be. So I donned my hard hat and went along for the tour and my guide was Louise Dugan who's the CEO of the Julian Benson Foundation and as you'll hear there's a huge team involved here I mean he's the name obviously but there's a massive team involved here and they really need support. Good morning and welcome to Tranquility House. Now this is beautiful but a building site. My goodness. It needs a lot of care and attention. <laughs> this is an old beautiful period building but there are gaps in the walls, there are holes everywhere. It's it is on its last legs. It's structurally very, very sound. This house is standing for over 160 years. It needs a lot of work done and it needs a lot wow. of people to help to do it. Currently looking at a gaping <laughs> hole in a window out to our back garden. This house is going to become a four apartment house. Where we are standing is in the lobby of the house. We've just walked up the, the main stairs. We are going to be sensitive to the house itself, but our time and effort is going to go into the practical side, which is turning it into four apartments where cystic fibrosis people, their families, their support network can come and stay when they're going to St. Vincent's for treatment. So they will have complete security, complete safety, and most important for us, it's a home away from home. They get to come in, they get to close the door, they will have a sitting room, bedroom, kitchen, full facilities as if they were in their own homes. 
we're just making our way to the back of the house here. So, I mean, I can see it is comical. There's a bath in there. I'm not sure anybody would want to use it. But, you know, you've got RSJs in already, ready to go. But I'm looking at the back garden. So as you look down through the holes in there our literally window. holes. I mean, I'm <laughs> stepping around holes in the floor here. Yes, the scope within the back garden. Peter Donegan, the only Irish landscape architect to ever win the Melbourne Gold Medal in the Melbourne Flower Show. He won it last year. We are so very blessed that Peter has donated his time to turn the garden into what will be a haven. Now, talk to me about Julian Benson because he's obviously, you know, the lightning rod for all this. Julian's mum, Maura, would be a huge inspiration for the reason why this needs to exist because Julian's mum slept on the floor beside him because you wouldn't leave your child in hospital. And the biggest problem is the care is there, but it's the support network so that when your loved one is in hospital, you know that they're okay too. So we are making a nationwide call out to all trades and services companies to come on board this journey with us and to help us open this house for the 1st of August. So Louise has outlined the task. Mm-hmm. They're looking for help, clearly. So what can people do? Well, look, pen and paper for this one. So in a few weeks' time, they're going to host a 10-day building blitz, right? And it'll be done under the watchful eye of everybody's favourite architect, Dermot Bannon, who was right. doing the design for this. So what they're looking for is a long list of experienced home builders to help. And the idea is this. This Friday, February 23rd, people might be able to offer their time or their skills or resources for the building blitz. They want anybody could help with this renovation project to sign up to the Trades and Suppliers Open Day. The idea is this, they want to know what they have so they can then plan the building okay. blitz, right? Because they're going to try and do it in 10 days. In 10 days with Dermot running around and a camera crew behind okay. him. So, <laughs> you know, Julian Benson, like, come on, you know. There's no, no too big a challenge for this man sitting in his hospital ward with his sparkly head hat on, like he's fantastic. Good for him. Well, if anyone could do it, it it's exactly. Julian. So where do people go then on the, on the 23rd of February? Yeah, so come along to the Masonry Building, which is in the iconic offices in Dublin 8 from 10 o'clock and sign up. Up. And look, so many building companies and suppliers have been brilliant already. They've started offering help. When I was at that house the other day, I met Kevin Morrissey. Kevin is there from Murphy, which is a leading infrastructure company in Ireland offering engineering solutions. And he explained, you know, the work that they've been doing to make it just safe so far, working on the, ba- in the uh, basement level, working up. So he explained a little bit more about what his firm is doing and why. Look, everything has gone to plan to date. We obviously cordoned off the area here to make the site uh, safe and we've had crews in here now on the foundations for the last number of weeks. They are beautiful old houses and they have been built very well but they do need to be updated to make sure they meet newer legislation. So the first steps here are to fix it so it's safe to work in. Yeah, to, to make sure the foundations are right. We've, we're putting in the structural steel strutting downstairs in the basement now and that's right. going to support the house going forward then. Because oh, I mean it's a big heavy structure. Mm temporary works here while we're doing it is quite extensive as well in holding it up in the temporary state while we're putting in the permanent structural steel then to support it in the long term. Replacing all the timber joists here as well. A lot of them are rotten and look, it needs to be upgraded and that's what it's getting. You'll see the nice finishes and walls, you'll see the nice floorings but behind it all then is what's holding up the building. So, so far at basement you're happy you're moving up from there yeah. and then you're getting the 10 day blitz is the big thing now, isn't it? Yeah. But you're not daunted. I thought you might be sitting in the corner crying gently. <laughs> no, I mean, this is, this is what we do. It's different. And look, we're engineers. We solve problems. That's what we do uh, as a profession and we solve them quickly and uh, get the job done on time. We're experts in it and uh, doing it for a very good charity. Why this charity? Why did you want to get stuck into this one? Uh, I suppose we there was a call out for someone to, to help and we seen it as a good charity to help. They're our charity partner for the year. Touches an awful lot of people. 
and we would have a lot of employees who would have relations. And a guy the other night, he said a cousin of his uh, died a few years ago from it. So you're finding people are happy to put the hand up and do yeah. the voluntary bit. There's a buzz around the business yeah. because we're uh, investing in this good cause. We're looking forward to helping here. And, uh, and as an engineer, right, like what is the biggest challenge about this project for you? I suppose planning and getting it right and uh, foreseeing potential problems. It's been derelict for, for a good number of years and uh, when you have a problem, you need to deal with it quickly. It'll be an excellent finished product. Well, Claire, Kevin, Morrissey, they're getting all enthusiastic about it and they are on a tight deadline here because Julian has committed to opening the doors for everybody to the house on the 1st of August. So that's why they're making this national appeal to all trades and services companies and the list is long. Carpenters, plumbers, tilers, painters, it's all online there. And it'll be filmed for the Room to Improve special programme and they'll be joined also by Peter Dunnigan, the landscape architect, who's an award-winning architect there as well. And so many other things have come on board, like even the local school, Rathgar Junior School, they've pledged that any visiting children who are sibling maybe is in hospital, they can just go to their school and slot right in and be minded there from kind of Great. 8 to 5 o'clock. So just, it's all part of the goodwill of it, you know. So part of the preparation work for the appeal, I spoke to Kira Darcy at the building site. Now Kira, she lost her wonderful brother to CF 17 years ago and she spoke about how having accommodation like this would have helped her family so much back at the time. And then we hear a final appeal from the man himself. So visit their website, jbcff.com uh, and sign up for February the 23rd. Oh, I'm so excited about this house. I mean, just look at it as it's just going to be incredible for CF patients and their families. Now, tell me why you're here. What does this place mean to you? Um, I suppose my story is I had a brother called Damien who had cystic fibrosis. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us anymore. He passed away 17 years ago now. God, it's hard to believe, to be honest. Um, Seems like yesterday. And he was 27 years of age. The life expectancy wasn't as it is today. People tend to live longer now. So this house, to me, it will mean an awful lot when it's complete. I met Julian actually by chance 15 years ago and I had no idea he had cystic fibrosis nor did he know that I had a brother with cystic fibrosis. And then I found out a few years ago and I said, wow, Julian. And I told him my story about my brother and then he told me about what he planned to do and asked me to come on board with him. So I'm volunteering for him now since 2018, doing everything within my might for him. He's an incredible person. He's an inspiration to absolutely everybody. You grew up in a beautiful loving family home. Everything was done. It was kind of carried lightly by your parents it seems to me. Yeah, cystic fibrosis never defined my brother. He went along his daily life even with this awful illness. He had to have physiotherapy every day. We were all thought physiotherapy when we were kids and how to tap him on the back and get the mucus up from his body. And it was all part of daily life. It was normal to us. But there always was this fear that he might get an infection. He might have to go to hospital. If he got the likes of a common cold and God forbid a flu it was straight in the car. It was straight up to Dublin. Just dropped everything. Both of my parents dropped everything. They were incredible. We have a deadline, the 1st of August 2024. Is it crazy? Maybe so. Is it achievable? Absolutely. With the help of community spirit and people out there, we can do this. I never give up, Evelyn. And we have a wonderful team and it's a real need. It's a tangible need and it's it's going to be peaceful, it's going to be warm, caring, practical And there'll be a lot of love for a lot of people. How could you refuse Julian Benson if you are available to sign up on the 23rd of February, which is Friday week for this build, which is going to happen over a 10 day period before the 1st of August. You need to go to jbcff.com. Have a look on there and you'll find all of the details. Evelyn, thank you very much. Let's take a break. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.